This message is brought to you by Croydon Tabernacle, a part of the Redeemed Christian Church of God. Our mission is reconciling the individual, community and the nation to God. Be blessed as you listen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. People of God, let's be on our feet as we appreciate the King of Kings once again. We appreciate the Lord of Lords. Hallelujah. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. I cannot trust the sweetest breath but holy lean on Jesus' name. On Christ the solid broke us down. All of the ground is sinking sound. All of the ground is sinking sound. We're going to take that verse again. Why the media search it up so that we can sing the whole, the whole of the four verses. Let's, let's, let's do my hope is built on nothing less again. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' love and righteousness. I dare not cross the sea's breath of holiness of Jesus' name. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All of the ground is sinking sound. All of the ground is sinking sound. Verse 2, when darkness veils his lovely face. When darkness veils his lovely face, I rest on his unchanging grace. In every eye I am on Christ, on Christ, the solid rock All of the ground is sinking sound. All of the ground is sinking Verse 3, his oath, his covenant, his blood. His oath, his covenant, his blood. Support me now when we float When all around my soul is weighed Even in all my hope I stay On ground, on ground the solid It rock I stand All of the ground, all of the ground Seek his Verse 4, when he shall come. When he shall come with trumpet sound. Oh, may I then in him be found. Dressed in his righteousness alone. Faultless to stand before Christ. On Christ, 
Lord was the solid rock I stand. Oh Lord, the ground is sinking sound. Oh Lord, the ground is Say on Christ the solid, on Christ the solid. On Jesus we stand. Oh Lord, the ground is sinking sound. Heavenly Father, we just want to say thank you this morning. We are grateful, O oh Lord, for the privilege of knowing you, Jesus, on the solid rock that we stand. That we recognize that all other sound, all other stand, they are all sinking sound. You are the only one that is important. Jesus, we are grateful. Thank you for the knowledge of you. Thank you because we have not called ourselves. You have called us and you have made us to be your own you said we belong to you lord we are grateful thank you for all the things that we are we have been through in the past thank you for what we are going through right now and thank you for what we will go through in the future for we know and we trust you that if we stay on you that we stay with you that if we wait on you, Lord, that it shall be well with us. Father, we are grateful. Father, I say for our thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Father, you said every single one of your word is pure. And you said it's a shield unto them that put their trust in him. As we put our trust in you, the solid rock again this morning, we ask that yourself you will speak to us. You will expand your word in our heart. And only your name alone will be glorified. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' most precious name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Even as we sit down, let's welcome our neighbor. Hallelujah. You are welcome into the presence of the Lord. It's good to see everybody again this morning. It's good to see you. Put a smile on your face, no matter what. Just put a smile on your face. Say you are welcome into the presence of the Lord. It is good to see you. You are looking radiant. You are looking beautiful. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's good to be in, the, in God's presence. The Bible says that in the presence of the Lord, it says there is fullness of joy. In the presence of God, there is fullness. As we are right now, the fullness of God is upon our life. And we are so grateful to God for that. We bless the Lord. So this morning, we're going to be talking about another topic that is so important to all of us. Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. You know, it's, it's something that all of us, when we hear that word, wait, you know, that word is it's a very big word. You know, wait. That means you just stay there and um, probably not do anything. You just wait. Some of us won't do anything. We just, okay, what's going to happen next after wait? Some of us, we are asked to wait. We just realize that, no, this one, there's no way I can wait. I have to do something about it. But the Lord is encouraging us this morning that we should wait on the Lord. Waiting is a very, very important thing, and we must wait on the Lord. We must not trust on our own strength or on our own ability, but we must wait on the Lord. Don't your neighbor say, neighbor, you must wait on the Lord. 
No, in Exodus chapter 20. Exodus chapter 20. I'll read verses 18, 19, and 20. Exodus chapter 20, verses 18, verses 19, verse 18, verse 19, and verse 20. It says, now, all the people witnessed the thunderings, the lightning, the lightning flashes, the sound of the trumpet, the trumpet, trumpet, and the mountain smoking. And when the people saw it, they trembled and stood afar off. Then they said to Moses, you speak with us, and we will hear. But let not God speak with us, lest we die. And Moses said to the people, do not fear, for God has come to test you, and that his fear may be before you, so that you may not sin. Verse 21. So the people stood afar off. But Moses drawn near the thick darkness where God was. Can we all read that last verse together? Verse 21. So the people. Let's go. So the people stood afar off. But Moses drew near the thick darkness where God was. I want us to think about this just for a moment. That Moses drew near the thick darkness. Not just thick darkness, where God was. Inside that darkness, how so very thick the darkness was. Moses walked towards it. And the Bible says, inside that darkness, God was there. God was inside it. You know, this morning when we prayed, when our pastor prayed, may there be light. Because God is light in the darkness. No matter how things may look as if it's dark, that you don't even know how to go about it. Doesn't, it looks as if the whole world is crumbling. Do you know that because you are a child of God, already, God is right there. With you. Even though to you, you are seeing his darkness. You are seeing the all negativity. But God is right there inside of it. You, we all remember that story. God just gave them the Ten Commandments. You know, they were happy, you know, because it's because of God's unfailing love. And they, they looked at the commandments and God spoke. They were so afraid when God spoke to them. They said, ah, Moses, we would rather hear from you. Ah, we can't move near God. Moses said, fear not. 
God wants us to reverence him. God does not want us to just fear him just like that, or in, in negative fear. But reverence him. They couldn't go near it. But Moses, because of his relationship with God, Moses knew that this darkness is not darkness. Moses knew that with God, men, human beings, they are seeing darkness in a negative way. But with God, it is not darkness. You know, to all of us, you know, at one time or the other, this may have been our story. You know, it may have been our story that the darkness was just too much. You know, the temptation was just too much. The difficulties was just too much. You know, the, the, the one we go through, even family life in the marriage, was just too much. And do you know what? Most especially in marriages, it is always difficult to discuss it with somebody else. Most times we stay there alone. Most times it's difficult to pray. But do you know in those moments, that things look so bleak, that things look so as if it is not going to happen, God is right there. He's right there with you. You know, no wonder David said in Psalm 139, verse 12, verse 139, verse 12. He says, indeed, Psalm 139, verse 12, he says, indeed, the darkness shall not hide from you. But the night shines as day. The darkness and the light are both alike to you. He was talking about God in that way. Now to God, there is nothing like darkness. Whether darkness or light, everything is the same. To God. Also in Psalm 97 verse 2, he says, clouds 97 verse 2, Psalm 97 verse 2. It says, clouds and darkness surround him. Can you imagine? Cloud and darkness, they surround him. They surround God Almighty. He says, righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. So where are we getting with all this? Where are we getting to? As a child of God, I don't want you to see the darkness or whatever we may be going through right now has the end of the world. You know, you need to know that God is right there with you. You know, these are evidence. These are words spoken by the Almighty God. God is right there with you. It doesn't matter what you are going through. No, 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 no wonder in Psalm 27 verse 14 as well. Psalm 27 verse 14. Doing that prayer. This is wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. It says, be of good courage. And it shall strengthen your heart. It says, wait, I say, on the Lord. What is it today that you are trusting God for? All you need to do is to wait on him. 
The truth is that the enemy will always give alternatives. He will always provide you with a very attractive alternative for you not to wait. The enemy will make you to think that ah, if God answers prayer, how come this darkness is all over me? Now you know that in the midst of that darkness, God is inside it. You know, God is working something out for your good. God is, is ever, ever working. So we too will work. God is ever working something out for you. Do not focus on what the enemy wants you to focus on. Darkness. Wait. Wait on the Lord. It is important you do that. You know, in that Psalm 27 we just read, you know, he spoke about, it is very clear from this passage that to be able to wait on the Lord, it will require courage. You know, it will require courage. And from that passage, it will require that the Lord himself will strengthen your heart. Because if I say it is easy, I'm lying. <laughs> it is not easy to wait like that. It is not easy. But David made it clear to us here. He says, wait on the Lord. He says, be of good courage. That is, be courageous. Don't bow at the first sight of difficulty. He says, wait on the Lord. He says, be courageous. No, be strengthened. You know, when you are courageous, when you decide to wait on him, he says, God will strengthen your heart. You know a lot of things that goes on from the heart. You know, the heart is where everything comes out from. The Bible says, out of the heart comes the issues of life. That's why it says, guide your heart with all diligence. So when you wait on the Lord, you know, God will give you courage. And inside that courage, God will now strengthen your heart. Like I said, I know it's not easy. But the word of God is coming to us again. To remind us that even those prayers has not been answered for many, many years. It doesn't mean that God is not there. If you go for the alternative, the alternatives that are, the enemy will provide, they will just look flashy at the beginning. It will not last. Imagine if Jesus had taken the alternatives that Satan presented him after 40 days and 40 nights. Wow, the whole world. What else? What else does he <laughs> get the whole world? It will just be for a moment. We will not be sitting where we are sitting now. If Jesus had taken that alternative. So the best alternative is for us to wait on the Lord. Yes, it's difficult. That's why that Simon says, be of good courage. Be courageous. That is, be courageous. Face the challenge. Face the difficulty. Face the difficulty. Then God will strengthen your heart. I'm sure we all have testimonies of that. Where we have been courageous. Where, with the help of God, not by our own strength, too, we have been courageous. 
and God always, he always make it happen his own way. We all have testimonies like that. That is what God wants us to do. The prayer points you are praying for now, when God answers that one, eh, another bigger one is already knocking at the door. Because Jesus did not promise that there won't be any problem. He didn't promise that. He didn't. If you try to use your idea, if you try to use your mindset to resolve things that you should have waited on, there is always a consequence. That is why you must wait on the Lord. Don't listen to the voice of the enemy. That's always saying negative, negative things. Negative things. I know the times of waiting might be very challenging. There will be a lot of challenge. There will be a lot of anxiety. There will be a lot of, ah, I've got to do something now. If I don't, this thing will collapse. You know, even sometimes, even at the doctors, if, if, we, if we, do, we do a test, they ask us to do a test. And they say the result will come out in a week's time. You know, ah, you know, for that one week, you, you know how you feel, why you wait. For that one week, you'll be, ah, hey, God, your prayer will multiply. Even though the test has, has already been done, but you multiply your prayers. You know, you've done the test, you can't do anything about the test. The result will be the result. So you still have to wait. So, you see that example? Prayers are multiplied. You know, people then turn to God completely. Pray, God, I, I need your help concerning this matter. Let this result be this. Let it be. We even be telling God what the result should be. But the enemy is a liar. He has a way. And sometimes even one happens to me sometimes. When the doctor called, I remember when we first, the first pregnancy, and he said, oh, go and test this because we didn't, apologies my wife, we didn't do our genotype before we got married. So then I said, I have to go and do tests. I said, hey. You see, that one week period, oh my God. And the doctor now called and said, hey, instead of just go straight to the point quickly, <laughs> she, first, she first started to stress, and hey, uh, how are you? <laughs> this is not... <laughs> This is not a matter of how are you, but what, what is the result? What is the result? So the moment she gave the result, you know, the relief just came. The relief just came like that. And things like that happens when, when you're waiting. Yes, you are, uh, you are anxious. You don't know what is going to happen next. You don't know what the situation will be, you don't know how you're going to pay your rent. Your child you have been praying for, you don't know what's going to happen to that child. The anxiety is there. You know, even in marriage, the anxiety is there. You're thinking, oh God, how did I get myself into this? Sometimes, all of us, sometimes we ask that question. And it's only when we are fighting. You know, when you are not fighting, you don't ask yourself, how did I get myself into this? But when fight is there, you now start to think in your head, oh God, how am I? You know, things like that. But the best answer to all this, 
children of God is to wait on the Lord. Is to be courageous. Be courageous. Have courage. And the Lord will strengthen your heart. In the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Um, why should we wait on the Lord? Number one. Because he is the almighty. He is the almighty God. He is a sovereign God. You know, he is the almighty God. You know, he can do all things. There is nothing that is outside of his remit. You remember we just established that even darkness and light. The Bible says they are the same before him. It is we that see darkness as negative. So because he's the almighty, Psalm 115 verse 3 says, but our God is in heaven. He says, he does whatever he pleases. He's, he's in heaven. He does whatever pleases him. Matthew chapter 19 verse 26 says, but Jesus looked at them. Matthew 19 26. Matthew 19 26. But Jesus looked at them and said to them, with men, this is impossible. He says, but with God, all things are possible. With God, because all things are possible with him. That is why we must wait on him. All things, not some things. Not 99% of things. All things. So there is nothing that he cannot resolve if you wait on him. Number two. No, before we go to that one, let's read Ecclesiastes chapter 7. This, this verse, verse is bless me a lot. Ecclesiastes chapter 7, verse 13 and 14. Ecclesiastes 7, 13 and 14. Yeah. It says, consider the work of God. For who makes straight what he has made crooked? Who? Nobody can make it straight. What God has made crooked. That is, he's the only one who can make it straight. The challenges you are going through. Eh? He's the only one who can make it straight. You can't get any answer anywhere. He says, in the day of prosperity, be joyful. But in the day of adversity, he now says, consider. Surely, God has appointed the one as well as the other. So that man can find out nothing that will come after him. All these things has God. You know, it's, it's in God. It's everything is contained in it. He knows everything. Everything. Nobody can make straight what God has made crooked. We are better off waiting. We are better off waiting on him alone. If God wants to direct you to go and see someone, he will direct you. But you have to wait on him first. Number two, says because nothing is hidden from him. Nothing is hidden from God. Hebrews 4.13 says, and there is no creature hidden. Hebrews 4.13. It says, and there is no creature hidden from his sight. But all things are naked and are open to the eyes of whom we must give account. Everything to God is in the open. There's nothing hidden. There's nothing that says, oh, because it's in the darkness, then God cannot see, no? Everything, the thoughts of our heart, what you are thinking, even as you sit down, is naked and open before God. Because everything is open to him. 
then it is better for us to wait on him. Number three, he is a true friend. Better than earthly friends or parent. Because he's, he's, the, he's the best friend you could ever hope for. The hardly friends will fail. But Jesus will never fail. You know, the Bible says in that Hebrew 13, it is Jesus Christ, the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. He never fails. He's the best friend you can have. That's why he must be the one you wait on. Because when you do, it makes a difference. No matter what the challenge is. Because he's still, he's still doing his business. He's still making. You know, this morning at the Sunday school we spoke about, we are still work in progress. He's still making us. So why would you not wait on the person that is the one that made you in the first place? He's still making us. Number four. He says, we belong to him. Why? Because he is our creator. We belong to him only. Because he's our creator. Isaiah chapter 43, verse 1. He says, but now thus says the Lord, who created you, O Jacob, and he who formed you, O Israel. He says, fear not, for I have redeemed you. Isaiah 43, 1. He says, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by your name. He says, you are mine. You are mine. God Almighty is saying you belong to him. So why can't you wait on him? Wait on him. In 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 19 to 20, he says, Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? Who is in you? Who is in you? Whom you have from God, and you are not your own. Verse 20. It says, For you were bought at a price. It says, Therefore, glorify God in your body, in your spirit, which belongs to God, which are God's. You have been bought with a price. You didn't just jump from heaven or just exist like that. Jesus bought you with a price. You belong to Him. So you must wait on Him. For whatever it is you may be going through, whatever clarity you need, whatever direction you need, you must hold on to him and you must wait on him. So how to wait? I'll just read that quickly because my time is almost up. You know, the way you wait, it matters a lot. Now, how we do the waiting? You know, majority of these things has been said at the Sunday school in the morning. It matters a lot. First thing you must know is that you are never alone. We've established that. You are never, never alone, no matter the circumstances, no matter the situation. I know many of us here sitting down here, we are going through one issue or the other. Just know that you are never alone. You are not alone. I remember in that first Thessalonians, he said, we should give thanks to the Lord in all things. Give thanks to the Lord. Give thanks to the Lord for creating the light. Give thanks to him for creating that darkness that you think is a negative one now. Give thanks. Then when you wait, 
you must wait on God prayerfully. It can't just be wait and you just keep quiet. Or wait, you are on social media. Or wait, you are on, on, on the phone for one hour. You must wait on the Lord prayerfully. There are blessings associated with that. It is when you are doing that within that the Lord will strengthen your heart. The Holy Spirit will drop his word in your heart. And you will begin to see the light instead of darkness. Instead of that darkness that is so deep, you begin to see the light in it. Inside that darkness. So and you must worship God always. All the time. It's not a function where I have a good voice. No, 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 no. Worship God with the voice that God, your creator, has given you. Always. You must then be patient. Remember Psalm 130. It says, I wait patiently for the Lord. It says, my soul wait. It says, it says, in his word, I do hope. He says, I wait patiently for the Lord. He says, more than those who watch for the money. He says, yes, more than those who watch for the money. So you must be patient. Don't rush. Don't be in a hurry. Don't be in a hurry to achieve result. Be patient. God is in it. God is right there inside it. And also you must have a humble and a teachable spirit. Sometimes God will send somebody to you for the solution. But because of pride, because of pride, we just ignore it. We just say, you, as little, you can't talk to me. I'm not in the category of people that can. That, that's what we do. Because God, we, we realize that God is in it. Then we must wait for him. And when he sends somebody, your spirit will we, we're being tuned with that word coming forth. So you must have a humble and a teachable spirit. A humble and a teachable spirit. My prayer in the name that is above every other name. Even as we continue to wait on him, he shall be well with us. In Jesus' name. Please, let's be on our feet. My time is up. I've overshot with one or two minutes. But we're going to pray a prayer point. But before... I pray that prayer. If there is anybody here who is here to give their life to Christ, or if there is anybody that is watching online that's here to give their life to Christ, this is another opportunity to quickly run back to him. Because waiting on him, you will need a relationship with him. Look at the difference between the children of Israel and Moses. Moses was walking into that darkness. The others ran away. Why do you think the difference? Because of relationship. Because of, so you need a relationship with God. That even while you are in that darkness, you will have joy, fullness of joy. The joy of the Lord will be your strength. But you need that relationship. So if you are here, you are here to give your life to Christ. Please, you can just put your hands up. Then we will pray together. And if you are watching online, you can just drop your details. Go on your knees right now. And just begin to ask the Lord to come into your heart. Begin to ask the Lord. If you are in this auditorium, please put up your hand. If you don't have a relationship with Jesus yet, 
and you really, really desire it, and you really want him to, to be in charge of everything in your life. To be the one that will be encouraging you, the one that will give you courage. Thank you, Jesus. So the rest of us, let's pray. Let's say, Heavenly Father, I am sorry for the time that I have not waited patiently for you. Please help me from now on. Please help me from now on to wait on you at all times. Please pray that prayer. That prayer is very important. Pray that prayer. You need to repent. You need to tell God you are sorry. In areas, mention them if you remember them. Areas where you have not been patient, where, where you have not waited for him patiently. Ask him to come into your life afresh. In the mighty name of Jesus. Ask him that going forward, you make up your mind from today that you will always wait on him. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. We honor you. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' name. Amen.
for listening we hope that you were ministered to through this message if you have any comments on this presentation or would like to contact us our address is 38 to 40 parsons meet west croydon cr03 sl to speak to a member of our team you can call us on 0208 our website address is www.croydontabernacle.org.uk thank you and god bless